Okay, so today's daf is daf Chav Ches, number 28, and we'll start from the top of the page at the words, V'leima le'gzeira dilma kadim v'chalitz larishona b'reisha. So, the question is, is that uh, um, we're trying to understand, let's just... Uh, it's like a little bit long-winded to get back to what the topic is, but basically, we um, saw a uh, um, a machlokas between Rav and Rabbi Yochanan. Um, um, and basically, the discussion was is that if you have a case of two sisters that are yavamos, that fall before one yavam. So if you do chalitza to the first one, that permits um, her. And if you do chalitza to the second one, then that permits her. If the first one dies, then he could do yibum to the second one. And of course, if the second one dies, you would be able to do yibum to the first one. And that's the rule of once it starts off permitted and then becomes prohibited and then becomes permitted again, it goes back to the original permission. Says Rabbi Yochanan on that, that uh, if the second one dies, so then, um, then you're right. It will go. The first one will come permitted again. But if the first one dies, the second one is not permitted, because since you couldn't do yibum originally when the person fell to yibum, um, so then it's like there's no mitzvah there, and it's like as if it's a woman who had who had children. And therefore, it's permitted, uh, prohibited. Okay, and that was, and that was that. And uh, we had a, a a problem here is that uh, we we talked about our case in the Mishnah, and um, uh, it seems that uh, that that it it flies in the face of Rabbi Yochanan Shita, and it's basically, it basically sounds like that the, these sisters are. Um, the case is. Um, we have four brothers, two are married to two sisters, and the ones who are married to the sisters uh, pass, so there's uh, only chalitza and no yibum. Why not um, one of the brothers do chalitza to the second one, and then the first one will be permitted to do yibum, because it was hutra, nasra, v'chazor, v'hutra. That's the question, and on that Rabbi Yochanan's response was, I don't even know who said this Mishnah, meaning it's not authoritative, it doesn't make any sense, and he could not figure out how to make sense out of that, that Mishnah, our Mishnah. On that, the Gemara is saying, wait a second, we, you know, we're not so quick to just throw out a Mishnah, let's figure out a couple of ways to work it. We tried... Um, one way in the end of yesterday's outfit, and now we're up to the second way. So that's the, that's the backdrop of today's topic. So why can't um, the idea be, the reason why you can't do Yibam is You know, after all, it's kind of confusing. You can go ahead and maybe, aren't we worried that maybe uh, that we're afraid that if we let you do Chalitza to the second one, he may come and do chalitza first to the first one, Bereisha, and then um, that would be a problem. So the Gemara says, if that would be the case, why does it say, Velo misyapnos, 
That's Gemara's question. But Lobis Yabos Ketani. Delek Dinyibum. It sounds like that there is no Dinyibum here at all. Which implies that, you know, even if that was the Gzeira, surely if, in fact, they actually did the Chalitza to the second one first, and then they did Yibum to the second one, it, which we would at least allow it to stick, because it's only a decree from the outset, but otherwise we should allow it. And yet the, the, the quote of the Mishnah is that which means that we don't even allow, even if after the fact, we're going to um, discount that such a Yibum. So the Gemara says, okay, let's try another option, another angle. Why don't we say the reason why is because we're afraid lest he will die. Um, and that's why we can't allow for Yibum, because what if, um, what if he dies? Okay. Um, um, and then the problem is, um, and then the problem is, is that now um, we're going to be mevatel, the mitzvah of yibum. Okay, so that's why you can't do yibum, because if we did yibum, so, and then the other brother dies, then basically you discount the ability to do yibum. And even if you do chalitza first, if the other brother dies, that would be a problem. So the Gemara says that doesn't fit with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, the Misa Lochayish, Rabbi Yochanan is not worried about that outside possibility that maybe uh, the other brother will die. He doesn't, he doesn't take that into consideration as a reason why we would prohibit uh, Chalitza to the second one and then allow even to the first one. Why, um, you know, we shouldn't be concerned that maybe he'll die. Okay. So Gemara says, he, maybe let's say that it's going like we have to actually amend the text to Rebliezer. Maybe you should say that we're going like Rebliezer's opinion, and this is why it's only Chalitza and no Yibam option, because once there was an Iser uh, at all, once for a moment, it remains prohibited forever. So the Gemara says that can't be because we the Sefer Rebliezer, Reisha Lav Rebliezer. We introduced first Rebliezer at the latter part of the quote. If you look at the Mishnah at the beginning of the chapter, Rebliezer was introduced afterwards. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, let me first tell you um, the, in general, um, well, the Bach, uh, Sirkis amends the text to Eliezer. Um, and, uh, he, he, and, uh, and, and the Mishnah is clearly, it's Rebeliezer talking. So that's why he amends it to Rebeliezer. And as a general rule, um, Rabbi, um, Rabbi Koren never amends the text. It's a general rule. It's, it's Steinsaltz's shita to stick with the text as given and never go with any uh, amendations. So, as at least that's what I found. So, he'll put in what uh, was taken out by the censor, uh, but not any amendations of a text, uh, at least as far as I know. So, anyway... That's all. I'm going with Serkis over here. Generally, we follow Serkis' 
uh, um, uh, emendations. Amendations. Okay. And it's, I mean, it's pretty clear that, that in the Mishnah, it is Rebliezer talking. Rebliezer says that Beishamai says they can remain married, and Beis Hillel says um, they need to separate. So, in other words, so maybe it's going like Rebliezer who holds that. So it can't be Rebliezer because the safe is Rebliezer. Obviously, the ratio is not Rebliezer. Uh, can you want to shut, up, shut off the sound, Scott? Okay. So uh, we have another option here to make sense out of the Mishnah that maybe what happened was is that they fell simultaneously. Both brothers died at the same moment. And, um, and it's going like Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, clearly he And therefore, there is no second. And that's why the only option is Chalitza. Because the whole thing is, is that if there was a moment of permissibility, that later on became prohibited and then comes back to permissibility, then it goes back to the original permissibility. But over here, if it happens simultaneously, you don't have that option. And maybe it's going like Rabbi who says that these things can happen simultaneously. There's such a thing of simultaneity. Okay? So the Gemara says that he is a, not the most common opinion. It's a lot. It's not. We would not assume that our Stam Mishnah would be following Rabbi Yosaglulis, who's the an outlier's an outlier position in this issue. Most people feel that things like this are not possible to happen exactly at the same moment. So the Gemara says, Maybe what we're talking about over here is we are. We don't know who died first. So yeah, of course, it wasn't exactly the same moment, but since we don't know who died first, so obviously we have no option but to do chalitza to both of them. And that could be explana- uh, the explanation of why we have to do chalitza to both. Whereas if that was the case, why would it say that if they went and married and did you bump to both sisters, that we'd make them get divorced? The first one will say, Who permitted you? The second one, my brother did the second one, and therefore I have a perfect right to do the first one. So therefore, I Therefore, on that basis, we already come to the conclusion. This is why Rabbi Yochanan said that I simply cannot make sense of the Mishnah. Um, with regards to the sisters, why would that be indeed the law that they have to both do chalitza? Um, both brothers have to do chalitza to the two sisters. That's the story. Next Mishnah. Next uh, quote. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah. If one of the prohibited, uh, one of the sisters happens to have a prohibited union to one of the brothers in Erva, then he will be prohibited to her, be permitted to the brother. But the brother will be prohibited to both, because after all, he has a zika to both. We're talking about the one who fell first was the mother-in-law. Why would we say this case that the other brother is prohibited to both of them? Let the son-in-law to the one who is not his mother-in-law, Beresha, let him do that first. Because he does not have a dual Zika. His Zika is only to the other one. 
And then the actual mother-in-law that died first would be that was permitted initially because that was the first one who, was, who fell to Yibum. And then Menesrugan went prohibited again because the sister that fell to Yibum. The Chazvertur then went back to being permissible again. So therefore, Taxolatarishim goes back to its original allowance. Why do we say that? So, Papa, you're right. It happens to be that it's not the case. The one who was not the mother in law was the one who died first. And therefore, she was. Uh, permitted, and then one, the other one fell to Yibum, and now it's both Zika, it's a dual Zika, and then there is never a remer, return return to the Hetera Rishon. Okay. Reb Eliezer Omer Beshame Omrim. So Reb Eliezer, and our Mishnah says that Beshame says that the marriage is, uh, they're allowed to do Yibum. Now, uh, the latter may, now Tanya will learn that the price of Reb Eliezer Omer Beshame Omrim Yekaimu. They are allowed to remain married to their to the Yivamas that they did Yibum to. But Islamari Mutsio and Bissel says no, they must divorce. Now Rab Shimon Omer Yikaimu, Rab Shimon says they should remain married. Abashalomar Kal Hayulahem Libisilel, Bidavarzeb Bisil was more lenient in this issue. Shabashamir Mutsio Bishami the ones. He switches the names. Bishame Omri Mutsio Bisham is the one who says, get him, get him out. They must Get divorced, says they can remain married. So the question is, Rab Shimon Kaman, who's Rab Shimon going like? Then that's exactly what Rab Liezer argues. And that's what Abishol says. So it's um, um, it's very unclear. Okay, so this is what Rab Shimon's arguing. That neither um, and there is no dispute in this matter, according to Rabbi Shimon's understanding. Both Beishami and Beisel agree that the marriage is binding; their yibum is permissible, and they're allowed to remain married. And even Beishel agrees to that. So, uh, you know, because it wouldn't be his place to argue on Beishami on either Beishami or Beisel and take sides, or whatever to uh, to or to be a third opinion. Um, it was a matter of he could take sides, but he can't be a third opinion. So that's the difference. Okay. So um, brings us to the next thing. So we said that if one was prohibited to one and the other was prohibited to the other. So the Gemara's bothered is like seemingly our mission is really repetitive. We already got the idea. So didn't we already get the get this idea? The sister. When she is the Yavama, because after all, the first one is an Erev so therefore the second one is going to be either per- permitted to do either Chalitz or Yibu. So why would we need to reiterate what was already stated? So the answer is, it's necessary to ask me, and also we would just say the other case, the first time we mentioned it, there's only one, um, um, uh, you know, only one, Relative, you know, the, you know, basically, it's a case of Reuven is married to the mother-in-law of Shimon, and has a co-wife, and Reuven dies. So there's no um, second brother over here. There's no second, no, no other brother that's fallen to Yibum. So it's a very simple case of like no Yibum to the mother-in-law, but yes Yibum to the to the the other sister-in-law. 
but over here, Tikal because if we allow him to do one, um, do Yibum to the one who's not the Erva, isn't there a concern that the other brother might come to do um, Yibum to the other one? And he, to him, they're, uh, they're sisters that have, their sisters in Zika, which is prohibited. Eish is, whatever, Achos Ishto Bezika. Okay, so that's a problem. Eish is, whatever, that's the, that's the, Achos, right, anyway. Achos Ishto Bezika, however, I'm not sure exactly the right wording, but that's the, that's the issue. Um, so, Emelo, maybe not. Viashminach, we would just say this case over here, Mishum di Ikasheni, to Kamuchach, over here, it's very clear the other one's going to have a prohibition, he's going to have a, an allowance, so therefore that automatically will indicate what the rule is in general. Abel Hasim, to Lekasheni, over there, where there is no second, Emelo, maybe it's worse. Um, because there's only one brother, uh, so maybe we shouldn't let him do Yibam because the, the people will think that Chosu uh, Kukasu that, uh, is permitted. Uh, but by having one brother who is prohibited and the other brother was permitted, then at least people won't learn the wrong thing. And that's the difference. Okay. Point being is there's need for both cases. Brings us to the next thing, Isra Mitzvah of Isra Kedusha. We said it's Cholotas for Lomis Yabemis. So, Anamitinina, that we also saw already. So, we're again repeating. Isra Mitzvah of Isra Kedusha, Cholotas for Lomis Yabemis. That's what the first mission taught us. So, Gemara says that's different. Hasam, Isra Mitzvah Lechuda, it was only an Isra Mitzvah. Hacha, Isra Mitzvah Bachos. Here it's also Isra Mitzvah, and also it's the sister um, who's fallen to Yibo. So let the Isr Mitzvah be the same as or akin to the Isr Ervah, and let him do Yibum to the other one and make it like it's not considered that there's a Zika to her, Kamash Malan. That, that's not the case. Why not do Yibum? The reason why not is because from the Torah, they really are both falling to Yibum. Um, therefore, the other one is the sister of who he has an actual bond of Zika to. And um, um, so the Gemara says, maybe the rabbis would be more lenient because, in order to help perform the mitzvah of Yibum, that we um, still uh, do not allow that, and Chalitza only, is the only option. Okay, next thing, so we talked about, um, you have the two brothers, married to two sisters, then you have two additional brothers, and basically, each one of the additional brothers is has a specific erva to only one of the two um, wives, the two sisters. So the way it works is that it's a crisscross, the, 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 who is... Hey, the brother that is prohibited to one is permitted to the other, and the other the brother that's prohibited to the other is permitted to the one, um, and uh, that's what the Mishnah says. And the problem is, is that it's very nice, but it's exactly repetitive. So asulamali, what we already got the gist. Hainach is that the same principle? Mali lechad, mali What difference does it make whether it's to one or to two? So where it says it does make a difference. Why the Yashmina and Asim? If we just say the case earlier. Remember, one is allowed to one and not the other, and the other is not allowed to both. So the one that's not allowed to both proves that you know the people are, or shows 
that there's not a blanket allowance over here. You don't have a second one who's, who can show that, that there's a prohibition of achosik kukaso. So I'm alone, maybe not. Maybe if we just say here, maybe the two cases, they each say, why does he have to do even to one and not the other? And why does this one have to do even to the other and not this one? So that makes it, they each prove it to the other. Lo, but maybe the other case, um, uh, that's not as it's not as clear. Tzricha, that's why we bottom line is have to talk about all the cases. Now, next thing is Zui Amru. This is what they say. That's the end of the, the conclusion of the mission. Obviously, when you have a Zuhi, this is that case. It's coming to exclude something. So, Lemute, the answer is, it's a mitzvah. Lezeh. Each one has an Isra Mitzvah to only one of the two sisters. And the Gemara says, We already didn't we already see that? We already talked about Isra Mitzvah to one. What's the difference between the Isra Mitzvah to between one brother and, uh, and, 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 uh, and the Yavama? Or between two brothers to two different Yavamas? It's the identical principle that you still have to do Chalitza. When did we say that we don't allow the Yisra Mitzvah to qualify as if it's an Erva? That's maybe only when we have a worry or a a reason to decree because of the other brother that we don't want him, uh, people making allowances for the other brother who is indeed prohibited to both. Over here, there is no issue because the the he who's the woman who's prohibited to one is permitted to the other. The one who's permitted prohibited to the other one is permitted to this one. So uh, there's no uh, nobody else. Nobody's going to make any mistakes over here. Maybe either one has the iser mitzvah qualifying as if it's an iserva to allow them to do yibum, and they should be allowed to do yibum, that we don't say that. So Rav Yehuda, in the name of Rav, as well as Rabbi Chia, apply this concept of the two sisters that are from Tibum, Samuel, um, um, for the Fontibum, where each one of them has a particular erva, and it could be the same erva to only one of the brothers and not the other one, and the other one is has that erva to the other one of the brothers and not this one, and therefore each one can uh, do either chalitza yibum to the other one, so um, they they can be plugged into all of the fifteen. Um, Arayos mentioned in the Mishnah, in the first Mishnah. Um, so, he was forbidden to one, he, the, uh, the woman who's forbidden to one is permitted to the other, and the sister, who is, um, who is the Yavama, would either do Chalitza or Yibam. Uh, Rebuda leaves out the first couple of cases, the six cases of daughter that he leaves out, um, and he only starts explaining it from the mother-in-law case and onward to the end. The first six cases, lo, my time, why would he leave that case out? After all, we're talking about over here where 
um, the, one of the Arayos is your own daughter. Now, how could your brother marry, um, how could, um, so, so the problem is, is that um, it's really only possible if it's Ba'onsin, um, meaning your daughter can't be your daughter from a marriage um, because um, if Ruvain, it has to be that Ruvain had a forbidden or not extramarital union with a, with a woman and had a daughter, and Shimon married, uh, and Shimon did the same thing because otherwise it would be, uh, right, and Shimon uh, did the same thing to a different, uh, uh, Shimon did, uh, you know, also had a daughter from the daughter of, um, um, also, um, uh, right, so Shimon went and also did, uh, uh, had the same relation with that same woman that his brother did, and also had a daughter, because again, these two daughters have to be sisters. That means they have to be sisters from the same mother, and they can't be sisters from the same mother if they were wives of the two brothers, because you're not allowed to marry your brother's wife. So it has to be only in an own estate. So that's why, since this case can only be in Olsen, we're only talking about cases of marriage, not extramarital cases. Abayi says, why not? So it could be daughter of uh, from an Anusa, that's a possibility. And that's the case. And uh, Ruvain ha, had an extramarital relation with this woman and had, gave birth, and she gave birth to a girl. Um, and then Shimon did the same thing to the same woman and gave birth to another girl. And the two other brothers married their nieces. And that would be the case where um, they're sisters, but they're not, um, they're not, there's no other erva except for um, the, except for the, that, that it's their daughters, okay? So the kivin the ashkuchi mishkachas la ibay bon sintavi ibay bon nusuntavi. Who cares? And so it's an only an onus case. It's fine too. However, aval eshes achav shloi balamo. That case of the of the um, the brother's wife, who you were not in the same world as, lo, that can't be translated. Why? Kivin the liba the rupshimin. He it only works in rupshimin's world. We don't want to take sides in disputes. We're not talking in disputes. Why not? You can find it with six brothers. And it works according to Rav Shimon. The way to remember it is First, the one brother dies. The new brother is born. And then the follow subsequent the different brother did yibum, and then mace, and then uh, a, a different brother died. Nolad, the next brother was born, and yibum, and then the other brother did yibum. So the point being is is Ruvain Shimon. If you want to apply names, is Ruvain Shimon Levi, um, and uh, in Yehuda. And uh, when Ruvain um, and Ruvain and Shimon are married to sisters, um, Ruvain dies. So he was married to, let's say, Rachel. And then um, Yisachar is born. 
and then um, and then Levi did Yibum, and then um, the Shimon died, and who was married to Leah, and then Zvulun was born, and that and then afterwards um, Yehuda did um, Yibum. So the point being is is that whatever. Anyway, the point being is is that the uh, Yisachar is going to be only forbidden to Rachel because he was born in the interim state before um, y- Levi did Yibum. And uh, Yisvulun will, uh, um, will only be prohibited to um, the to Leah because uh, he was only alive because um, uh, it was already a Yibum before he was even born. So therefore, he, there's no prohibition to the first wife, only to the second. So that's how that's the case of Eishas Hafshalom Balamo, and um, he actually speaks it out a little better. So Reuven and Shimon, it speaks it out. They have two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, married to two sisters. Levi Yehuda, they're married to two non-related women. Okay, Mace Reuven, as soon as Reuven Reuven dies, that's when Yisachar is born. and Levi does Yibum. To Reuven's wife, May Shimon. Then Shimon dies. Nolad Zvulun. That's when Zvulun was born. Vibem Yuda. And that's when Yuda did Yibum. May Sulevi Yuda. When Levi and Yuda die, Vlobanim without any sons, Vinaflu Lahu Kami Yisachar Zvulun, and they fall before Yisachar Zvulun. Hasura Lezeh Moteres Lezeh. The one who is forbidden to Yisachar is permitted to Zvulun, and Hasura Lezeh Moteres Lezeh. And he, the one who is prohibited to Zvulun, is permitted to Yisachar. And the sister that is the Avama, Lamali, what is that uh, there for? Uh, no, so the Vimta, etc., and the, the, the sister that is the Yivama can be either Chalitza or Yibam. Now, question is, Lamali, Yibam Yuda, why do you need you? The question in the case is, why do you need Yuda to do Yibam? Below Yibam Yuda, Nami Mishkachasla, Mishum Tzara. No, Nami Mishkachasla, you don't even need, in other words, you could get away with one less son. Because all we need to talk about the case is five brothers, and Reuven and Shimon married to sisters. You have Shimon and Levi who are married to um, to non-related siblings, and uh, Reuven and Shimon uh, Reuven dies first, and then uh, Yisachar is born, and then um, um, and then Shimon dies. Uh, basically, the the one who Yisachar is prohibited to. Is permitted to Yehuda. Anyway, the point being is there really is no reason to do this uh, to to make it with six. So why did you do it to make it with six? That's the question. Um, so below Yibim Yehuda, even if Yehuda had not done Yibim, Nami Mishkachasla, you also find the case that the prohibit who's prohibited to one is permitted to the other, and um, and uh, who is prohibited to the other one is permitted to this one. The answer is Mishum Tzara. The reason why is to get to a case where it's the co-wife that's falling. So Atenech Tzara, that works for Tzara. Tzara, Tzara de Tzara Ma'ikil Memer. How you can get a case of Tzara de Tzara? The answer is it does go, it keeps going at infinitum. You can go on the Hadar via Minu, Nami God Asher. If God Asher do Yibam, so then it could be the co-wife of the co-wife because God and Asher were all after, after the fact. 
the Yibums already have been done, so they were born in a Yibum state, and if they marry the co-wife, they'll still remain forever for Yisachar and Zvulun. One is permitted to one and prohibited to the other, and the other is prohibited to one and permitted to the other, and that is the bottom line. And uh, this is where I ended this morning, so we'll stop over here and take it from here for uh, tomorrow. And a pleasure learning. All right, have a beautiful day.